Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Numbers 1 and 2. What sounds more interesting to you to read today? A book that is just filled with uh, records and statistics, something that might read like an Excel spreadsheet, or a book about a military unit that is preparing for war. Well, which one sounds more interesting? And well, besides the two of you who are like, oh, the spreadsheet sounds fun, the rest of us are like, eh, reading about the uh, army getting ready for war sounds more interesting. And this is why I want to start a petition to rename the book of Numbers. Now, remember this name. It's not like God said, this book shall be called the book of Numbers. This is how we refer to these books. And Numbers makes this book sound like some Excel spreadsheet when it really is a book telling about an army getting ready for battle. That's why I would... I would like to start a petition to rename the book of Numbers Warriors, because that's what it's about, this nation and and these warriors that are preparing to go to battle. That is the heart of really the book of Numbers. So the, the book of Numbers is geographically going to take us from Mount Sinai. That's where we've been from like the second half of Exodus all through Leviticus. The book of Numbers is now going to take us on a journey through the wilderness for 40 years, right there to the then the entrance of the promised land where Deuteronomy will take place before we get into the conquest in Joshua. Now, you might say, well, why this 40-year journey? And let me just say, if you want to go from Egypt to Israel, I would not recommend walking. But even if you did choose to walk, guess what? It will not, it should not take you 40 years. And what we are going to see is why does it take them 40 years? And okay, well, why is the book called Numbers? Why is that title there in the first place? That's because... And I'll be straight with you here. There are some parts, some parts of this book that do read a little bit more like an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, What we read today will feel a little bit more like that. But that's where at least that will make more sense to you if you get a sense of the bigger picture. Uh, The book of Numbers begins and it ends with a census. And not a census of everybody in Israel, but a census of the warriors, a census of the men above the age 20 who are able to go to war. And the thing you need to know ahead of time is these lists. And if you read chapter one, it it ends up with this uh, number uh, saying it was 603,550. That's how many warriors there were. And you're going to get a a somewhat similar number at the end of the book. But here's the most important number in the book of Numbers. Two. Because that's how many of that first 600,000 number are still going to be alive at the end. The, the, The numbers will be roughly similar, but the people will not be. This will be an entirely new generation. Why is that? Well, that's what's 
we're going to find out in the book of Numbers. And we're going to see these warriors that are counted in chapters 1 and 2, they fail not because they lose some military battle or fail some some conquest. No, they fail because of a lack of faith. The book of Numbers should build up your faith and it should show you how a lack of faith is an affront to the glory of God. So with that in mind, that's how you need to get into the book of Numbers. And like I said, today, uh, it, it is a lot of Numbers. And hopefully I can help you see some of the big picture. And on days like today where you're like, I'm not seeing a lot of things that should jump off the page at me uh, of kind of what do I learn, worship or apply? I guess I'm learning some numbers, but how do I worship? How do I apply? I think remembering the big picture will help us. But let's try to learn some here in uh, the book of numbers. So what goes on here at the beginning is a census. Verse 2, God telling Moses, take a census of all the congregation of the people of Israel by clans, by fathers' houses, according to the number of names, every male head by head, from 20 years old and upward, all in Israel who are able to go to war, you and Aaron shall list them company by company. And then it talks about people from each tribe who will assist them. And then you get into the actual counting. Starting in uh, verse 20, it goes through each of the tribes, starting with Reuben. That was the firstborn of Jacob or Israel. And it goes through tribe by tribe. And it uses a lot of the same words and gives us the numbers all the way through the tribes. And then eventually it adds it up uh, to 603,550. Now there is some discussion, okay, that probably means that there's about 2 million Israelites. Are these numbers accurate? And there's a few proposals uh, to this. Some saying, yeah, these numbers are accurate. Some people saying, ah, these numbers probably got changed at some point by scribes, or maybe there's a misunderstanding of this word thousand that makes it sound more to us than there is. Some even saying, oh, it's just hyperbole, and it's not intended to be uh, understood that way because they would say two million people going through the wilderness. That doesn't sound reasonable, and that doesn't sound like it would match the population of uh, Canaan at that Time And that's where I would say, well, we should throw out this whole idea of what seems reasonable going through the wilderness because God is miraculously feeding these people with food. So that's probably not what we should think about. There may be some legitimate questions there, but I think the best way to understand it is, well, this probably isn't going to surprise you. We should take it at face value and trust if there's something I don't understand about that. Um, God will help me understand that someday, but I'm going to take the Bible at its word. Now, these 12 tribes include really the two sons of Joseph as tribes because it doesn't say anything about the tribe of Levi. And you see why at the end of the chapter, the Levites are exempt from going to war because God has given them a different job. God has given to them to take care of the tabernacle, to take care of the holy things. And even when they are going to war, well, the Levites, they're still going to be focused on those spiritual things. So they are not numbered with those going to war. 
Now, remember, the people have been at Mount Sinai now since the middle of Exodus, but now they're going to be called to to move out. They're going to be called to gather up like an army and, and go on the move. And so God now gives them instructions for arranging their camp. And it walks through uh, in this chapter saying, all right, on the east side, these are the tribes. On the south side, and then you have the tent in the middle, that's the tabernacle. And then you've got the west side and then the north side. And if you're tracking all of that, so you've got the east side with the tribes of Judah, Issachar, and Zebulon. They would kind of head out first. And then you've got the south side, Reuben and Simeon and Gad. And then the tabernacle and right around the tabernacle, that's where all the Levites were supposed to camp, right there in the middle of the camp. And then on the west side, Ephraim, uh, Manasseh, and Benjamin are all there. And then finally on the north side, Dan, Asher, and Naphtali. So uh, that's the arrangement of the camp as they get ready to uh, move out. And so those are some things you can learn, and hopefully that big picture, if you listen to this before you read, now as you read, you won't get get lost in the details because you realize, okay, we're numbering the tribes and and the warriors here in chapter one, we're arranging the camp in chapter two. But if you're asking, okay, how do I worship? How do I apply? Well, one thing I would encourage you to worship with as you respond to this is look at God continuing to fulfill his plan. This is a part of a bigger picture going all the way back to God's promises to Abraham saying, I will make you a great nation. Look, 600,000 warriors. This is a great nation. Now God has kept his promise and he is promised. He's promising that he will give them the land. And now he's preparing this fighting force to go and take the land. So we can worship God today for keeping his promises and, and One way of application, just as we start the book of Numbers, I would encourage you to spend some time praying, God, would you please use the book of Numbers to strengthen my faith? Numbers will tell a a fairly sad story, uh, and we'll see it stems from a failure of faith. So pray as we start the book of Numbers, God, please strengthen my faith as we read this book of Numbers, or well, let's just call it Warriors. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out RevivalFromTheBible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to CompassBible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.